been on the Emmy-winning show, Deadliest Catch, for the past four seasons, battling some of the harshest working conditions known to man, including 30 to 35-foot waves, freezing temperatures, extreme physical labor, and 20-hour workdays. Nick proved that he was mentally, physically, and emotionally able to overcome some of the hardest physical obstacles in life. But what he is most proud of is that he never gave up going after his goals and dreams. After seeing his first episode of Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch, Nick immediately knew he wanted to move to Alaska to work in one of the most dangerous professions, commercial fishing. Despite his family doing everything they could to discourage Nick, he persevered. Nick's mission is now to inspire others to go after what they want to in life, to encourage them to be who they are, and to give every ounce of effort to make their dreams a reality. He wants to encourage others to not just dream, but do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Nick Sunshine Tuckman. When you achieve something great, no one knows the amount of work it took for you to get where you're at. No one knows the blood, sweat, and tears it took for you to push forward when you feel you're running on empty. No one knows what you've been through physically emotionally, spiritually, to push through those difficult times. One thing they do know, you wanted it bad enough to be here. Future backbone of America, teachers, and everyone in Skills USA, lend me your ears. You all came a long way from home. Your families, your teachers have invested a lot of their time into you. They deserve a round of applause. And on that note, I would like to thank my mom for being here today. If it wasn't for you, mom, I would not be the man I am. Look, mom, on TV! <laughs> you should all be very proud of yourselves. You are all winners from your home state. You earned the right to be here. You all are showing how cool the trades really are. Take it from a guy who graduated college and went straight to the trades. You are not just a carpenter. You are building homes for people to raise their families. 
You are not just a hairstylist. You are helping people look their best so they can feel confident in who they are. You are not just a nurse. You are helping people at times most needed in their lives. We all start off in life with a voice inside telling us exactly what we want to do. Maybe you wanted to be a firefighter, a business owner, or a welder. And later on, as we grow older, we hear all these voices around us. Who to be, what to do, what job to have. I feel over time, we do not know what we want to do, and we do not do what we want to do. Because the voices around us overpower our own, and we lose confidence in our own voice. I believe there is a passion a voice inside you all, pushing you to leave your legacy on the world. My objective today, regardless of how big that passion is, is to keep it alive. I grew, oh, <laughs> there you go. I grew up next to Springfield, Massachusetts. The city of firsts. Birthplace of basketball, Spalding, Smith & Wesson, first motorcycle, I can go on. This may sound familiar. Back in my hometown, a lot of the people never left. Some work at prestigious jobs they hate, while others struggle to find any job they can get their hands on. I didn't want to live like that. I was told to go to college. At the time, I didn't feel it was for me. I wasn't happy. I'm on break from college at my grandparents. My grandfather turns on the TV, introduces me to Deadliest Catch. When I saw it for the first time, it spoke to me. I saw the weather, the waves, the excitement. I genuinely wanted to go crab fishing. My family, on the other hand, was not happy with my decision. I was going up to try to find a job in one of the most dangerous professions out there. They were so worried they wanted to prevent me from going so badly. They said they would not support me financially if I went up there. That almost stopped me. Although my family had my best interests at heart, I realized this was my life. I had to live it for me. Before leaving, it was a strange coincidence. My best friend, Elena, gives me this, my, my favorite book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho, about a young guy who had this dream and adventure to see the pyramids in Egypt. I felt like that guy, except I was going to Alaska. While I was there, 
I heard no at least 150 times a day while looking for a job. I ran out of money, pawned the gold necklace my mom gave to me, camped out in the woods, stayed in a homeless shelter one night. I was also staying at random people's houses. I got on a bunch of boats that didn't pay well. One boat was the Neva. I didn't know the captain was known as the frying pan man. Eight years back, he hit a crew member over the side with a frying pan, threw him over the side to try to kill him. One week later, I get a staph infection on my knee. I spent a week in the hospital, I lost my job. That was my biggest blessing. The guy that replaced me had a seal bomb thrown in his bunk, which is like a tiny stick of dynamite, sending him to the hospital, the captain in jail, the boat getting seized by the Coast Guard. If it wasn't for my staph infection, I could have been that guy. I fished pot cod on the sea bar. If you can do this job, you can go crab fishing. On the boat, I was the stack man. I'd run 20, 25 feet up, hook a pot up, run down, bring it down. Run up again, hook another pot, bring it down. I was also the bait guy. I'd run over, throw 50 pound blocks of frozen bait over my head into the bait chopper, scoop up some bait, run to the side of the boat, hold an 800 pound pot as hard as I could, tension in my arms as the boat's rocking side to side, freezing spray hitting me in the face. It was my first 20 hour day, I never worked that hard in my life. The next morning, I couldn't open my hands. I had to go under a kitchen sink under hot water to open them. They were feeding me energy drinks to sustain me. The last day, seas 10 to 15 feet, winds blowing 30 miles an hour. I was falling down every which way. My heart wanted to go, my body couldn't keep up. I kept telling myself, I can do it, I can do it. I slowed down. I can do it, I can do it. I couldn't. I was screaming, bawling my eyes out, I can do it, I can do it. The guys look over at me. Wonick, we like you. You got heart, but we gotta take you back to town. You can't do this job, I'm sorry. I felt like a failure, but the guys looking at me in town like I was fragile made piss me off even more. That was the worst day of my life. I went to Alaska because growing up, my father wasn't around as much as I would have liked him to be. I thought if I could do this job, I would measure up to the definition of a man. I wasn't adding up. And for those of you that have faced failure or will face failure in the future, just know failure will not kill you or break you. It's what you do after that matters. I was about to pack my bags, call it quits. Antonio, this big Samoan guy, convinces me to stay, fish halibut. He introduced me to Steve Russell, 
Former two-time Golden Club boxing champion, all-state wrestling champion coming out of Nebraska. Tough as nails, didn't take anything from anyone. This guy had a heart of gold. If it wasn't for him, I would not be standing in front of you to this day. He fed me, let me stay on his boat. I was catching fish just as big as me, if not bigger. What I couldn't thank him enough for was he gave me the confidence I can do this job. Over the summers, I kept working for Steve. I also worked for Brian in Bristol Bay, gillnetting salmon. After graduating college, I was home. Three years ago, at this point, I failed at Pacot. I wanted to go crab fishing. The risk of death prevented me. But I did not want to be another guy 20 years sitting down asking himself, what if? I wanted to live. I called every day for a job. With one-fourth of the crab fleet left, few jobs, I'd be gambling $5,000 to go up find work. I was nervous. Bill Prout was the only person who helped me. I didn't know he was one of the best fishermen. He said, Nick, you're young, you can take risks. He didn't have a job for me, but heard I was a good worker. He said he'd pick me up from the airport and I could use him as a reference. I was so happy, I was so grateful, I offered to work for him for free and to show him I was a good worker. Cheston Clark, a deckhand on the boat, saw me working on the gear, went into the wheelhouse. Bill, you see that kid over there working inside that pot? He's been working hard every day, getting up before everyone else, and he isn't even getting paid. There's a guy in the galley you hired popping pills, faking an injury. I think you might want to consider hiring someone else. Thanks to Cheston, I got the job. I was so happy. It felt as if there was a job waiting for me if I took the chance to show up. After beating ice off the boat, battling rough weather out on the ocean, constantly having to relocate our pots because of ice on the water, I succeeded. I had it in me. I made it through one of the worst scenes on record. You ask any crab fisherman, 2012 was one heck of a year. One night I'm sitting with my crew members. In walks Sig Hansen, captain of the Northwestern. This is the dream boat that gets me up to Alaska. He starts talking with my crew members, looks over at me. You've been looking at me the entire night, why? I wanted to make sure you were who you were. That's smart, wanna arm wrestle? I lose. Couple days later, sees me, starts picking on me. I pick on him back, comes over. My name's Sig, shakes my hand. All these guys are trying to take pictures with him, have him sign autographs. He's talking to me, I don't know why. He offered me a job, I couldn't believe it. It was the hardest decision for me to make but I turned down the job with Sig and stayed with Bill. Because I learned people who gave you your shot deserve your respect. If it wasn't for them, you would not be where you're at. I told Sig he respected that. But the whole time I saw that boat, I wanted to be on it. 
Two weeks before the king crab season, I made the biggest mistake of my career. I put water in the fuel tank. The other boat owner forced Bill to fire me. I felt like a complete idiot. I thought my career was over. I was so embarrassed, I locked myself in my friend's apartment. A few days later, I knew, even though I messed up, I had to find a job. Walking the docks didn't go so well. Oh shoot, that was you? Everyone in the Kodiak fleet knew. I decided to call Sig. He said there might be something for Blue King Crab. Maybe was a good enough reason for me to buy a plane ticket from Kodiak to Dutch Harbor. I arrived three days before the season. I see Sig's boat, I run over. The whole time I'm asking myself, should I tell him or not? Everyone told me not to tell him. He looks over from the wheelhouse window. Why aren't you working for Bill? This was the only thing that came to mind. I just told him. I put water in the fuel tank. Is that it? Uh, yeah. Oh, well that's not so bad. Let me make a few phone calls. That was definitely not the reaction I was expecting. He came back, he didn't have anything for me. I didn't know what to do. Two days later, someone got injured on a boat. I was offered work as a fill-in. We finished our trip, the guy took his spot. I was back without a job. I asked myself, is there anything good gonna happen to me? When am I gonna catch my break? The Northwestern contacted me. They finished their Red King Crab season. I finished my job as a fill-in. And it just so happened they were looking for a guy. Four years ago, I saw that boat on TV. After everything I went through, being homeless, running out of money, failing, thinking my career was over, I got on the very boat that got me to Alaska. They gave me the nickname Sunshine. I had a smile I couldn't wipe away from my face. Every time I thought something bad happened to me, maybe it happened for a reason. The last thing I got out of The Alchemist was this. When a person really desires something, all the universe conspires to help that person realize his dream. There is something inside you all that compels you to do what you want to do. That is your gift. We need to see it. Today, Springfield, the city of firsts, doesn't exactly have the same flair. I feel it got this way because most people no longer had the guts to go after what they wanted. They got so focused on being good enough for others, they stopped listening to their own voice. And they were no longer good enough for themselves. 
And all that pain, all that unhappiness people feel, they try to escape, is a reminder we cannot run from who we are. This is not just happening in Springfield, but all over the country. And if this does not change, what's going to happen to our future? To me, the definition of success is what you want out of life, how close you can get there despite all obstacles. I went to Alaska to find myself, to help me become the man I am. And now, I am a speaker. Because all my life I have asked myself the same question I feel veers people off track. Why can't I just be me and be accepted for it? Am I good enough? allow myself to introduce the real me. My name is Nick Tokeman, also known as Sunshine on Deadliest Catch, former four-year cast member, commercial fisherman, and now your speaker. Because I stand for going after what you want in life. Not for your friends, not for your family. Do it for you. Don't try to have some fancy job just to impress others when you really want to work on cars. And I stand for being true to who you are. As a man near my hometown once said, be who you are and say what you feel. For those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Dr. Seuss, Springfield, Massachusetts. And I believe if you give it everything you got, you will get to where you want to go. We are all here today to honor the trades and skills USA. And the work you have shown here today is a testament to your passion for the trades. Win or lose today, the same passion that got you in here, let it drive you forward. If you can wake up with passion and love in your heart for what you do, you will be a winner for life.
Bon Jovi wrote, it's my life for all of us. It's my life and it's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I just wanna live while I'm alive. It's my life, help me out here. My heart is like an open highway. Like Frankie said, I did it. I just wanna live while I'm alive. It's my Skills USA, America needs you more than ever. Now let's get to work.